0: happened this week? Um, well, on the day that we're recording this, I went and saw my friends at our annual studio recital. It was very exciting, but also very sad because I wasn't in it because I'm injured. It sucks. And to make it even worse, uh, about halfway through the performance, I wound up with a nosebleed, had to run out of the theater, and that was a whole ordeal. Come back home, not even a few minutes later, I get another one in the same side. So, and fun fact it's the same side that the nose doctor fixed. So, yeah, well. even better. So, I'd say my last couple of days have been awful because i am also been sick. I've been having allergies, scratchy throat, stuffy nose. It's been, I'm not contagious. It's just my last round of allergies before we go to the beach and then my sinuses will be clear. Yeah. What have you done? (laughs) Well, I got my nails done, but four of my fingers, the top coat has peeled off, so I'm going to get them fixed tomorrow. She's just gonna put a new top coat on. Usually, if they don't bring the top coat to the end and like, Pull it over the tip. Yeah, like, these are gone. The top coat's gone. So it's oh, just the powder. That's... See, this is what it's supposed to look like. I did, like, yeah. a yellow, like, a sunflower yellow. It's pretty. With a chrome on top. Um, And for my fingers, the top coat peeled off. But if they don't pull the top coat down over, like, the tips of the nail, it usually does peel like that. So she's just going to fix it this next time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or she's going to fix it tomorrow. Who did yours? Mariah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's going to fix it. Uh, well, she's not going to fix it because she won't be there, but somebody's going to fix it tomorrow, she said, so I'm going to get them fixed. And then I'm probably going to have them just go ahead and, like, either put another layer on the others or take, like a, take like a... that one off and do a fresh one just to pull it across the tips because I think it it just needs that double strength. Because I want them to last because they're, they're my beach nails and we leave for the beach in two weeks, so they've got to last. Hello. My sound's wrong. Um... Yeah, I I think I go get my nails d- I get my nails done this week and I cannot wait because they need some serious This isn't the first set of nails that I've done in like years and they've done I've done really well with them, but now they're like starting to crack and one thing is like completely started to crack and lift, I guess. But they've lasted a really good while and like look at my pinky. It's so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Um, I don't know if I showed you what I'm going to do. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. You've shown me like five times, and you've also asked me all five times, have I showed you what I'm going to do with my nails? It's okay. My brain is full of snot, so. (laughs) It's okay. So, yeah, I got my nails done. I need to get those fixed. Um, You're not starting this business. Hey, T. My cat's in here begging to be let out. I did go look at an apartment yesterday. Um, I had forgot a, to text you yesterday how that went, but then you told us today. Yes, they had a lot of hidden fees, and their rent was a little ridiculous, and it's gonna go up, so it just wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea. The place was really nice, and I really liked it, and... The stars did not align. Yes. Honestly, (laughs) it was a really nice place. And if the rent was lower and if it wasn't for all the stupid fees, like, I would have went for it for sure. Um, But there's just too much going on. And my one main complaint about all apartments is that they have carpet in the bedrooms. Mm hmm And I can't stand that because I have a dog. And I don't want to have to clean the carpet when he makes a mess.
1: Like, I just don't...
0: And with Hard to Forge, you don't have to deal with that, so um, the plan right now is just to keep saving, and I know there's stuff that I'm going to need whenever I move out, so the plan is to kind of just, like, keep saving my money and, like, with every paycheck, buy one thing off the list of things that I'm going to need, because that way when I do move out, I'm not having to pay whatever I'm paying for my, the place I'm living, plus stuff that I've got to get, so. Yeah. Um... But I've kind of gone back and forth too with mom and dad about like, should I rent a place or should I just buy a place? I think, right now we're settling back into I should buy a place. <laughs> it changes all the time, so we'll see. But one of these days, but we're wanting to, My mom brought up a good point too that if I if I moved to a place right now. Yes, I'd be able to afford it, but I wouldn't be able to afford to do things that I want to do, such as next year. I'm really wanting to take a trip to England and Scotland, and can't do that if I'm on a budget, paying rent. So, mom did bring up the good point of just like you know saving and doing all the things I want to do, and yeah, and like you're living, you're living at home. Yeah, saving money.
1: You don't don't, have to pay for any bills.
0: You don't have to pay for anything except, like, my car insurance. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, yeah. Good points all around. I mean, I get it. It happens. Honestly, the rent, anywhere, like, everywhere I looked is just too freaking ridiculous right now. Um, But, I think we did kind of settle on going to London and Scotland next year because we've, or England and Scotland. Because we kind of talked about it more today and kind of planned it all out and saw how much it would be and... All that jazz. So, I think we are going to go sometime next year. Just got to figure out when. But, that's pretty much all that happened to me this week. Nothing else really happened mm-hmm. that I can think of right now. <coughs> Probably something else happened that I don't remember. it. So, yep. Yep. Alright. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. Um, So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about page-to-screen adaptations. Uh, It's uh, (laughs) be a very interesting episode. I think this is, like, the one time that we're going to record an episode and not worry about tangents, because these are usually the tangents that we get on. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, one of these most definitely... Uh, Two of these. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, Three of these. But, um, yes, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, But before we do that, Hallie, what are you currently reading? So I'm still currently reading Crescent City House of Earth and Blood by Sarah J. Moss. Um, I'm not going to lie, it's taking me a little bit to get into it because there's a lot of world building. There's so much information thrown at you at once. And there's all these names and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so I, have you seen those, like, TikToks with Michael Scott? And it's like whenever you start a new fantasy book and it's him going, I understand nothing. nothing. <laughs> that was me with Priory. I was like, what is happening? Um, so. I <laughs> have been in a super huge mega book reading rut this month and I'm still listening to Chain of Thorns and that's about all I can comprehend right now. Honestly, like I just have not felt the need to read this week or this month like uh, we have our wrap ups next week and I really think my wrap up is going to have maybe two books on it. If not, it'll just be Chain of Thorns because I will have it finished. But uh, just I've been in such a reading rut. Have you seen is your TikTok for you page also filled with fourth wing? Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to get it. Because I know. Because why is talking about FOMO. it? FOMO. Maybe it'll bring me out of my reading rut. Um, yeah, I just, it's been really bad lately. And, like, all I've wanted to do really is watch. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. And watching um, Smitty and Blarg and <gasps> Grizzy and Puffer. And these boys playing video games. And men, I guess. I think they're my age. Um, And then, I know they're on HBO Max, and I could watch them on there, but they pop up on my For You page, so I just let them... Or, they pop up on my Suggested on YouTube, so I just let them play, and that's Whose Line Is It Anyway. And every single one of them, I've seen before, because I've watched that show religiously. Like, I love that show. Um, But they started popping up on my Suggesteds, and I just let them play in the background, and now, like, that's what I watch. So... And I started re-watching Nancy Drew because they dropped the trailer for the new season. And then... Hallie, the number one thing I complain about is now being brought to TV shows. There's a giant freaking spider in the trailer for the new season. Why? Why are we doing this? And I think it's a demon spider because they have a lot of ghosts and demons and stuff. I'm here to tell you right now. Why are we bringing that stuff to the screen? Let Leave it on the page. D- actually, don't put it anywhere. Put it in the ground. Sick of it. Um, but, yeah, they dropped the trailer for that, so I've been rewatching that. So, TV has really... Well, and I finished Titans. So, TV's just really taken over my life. So, Chain of Thorns by uh, Cassandra Clare is my current I'm finally getting back on the Teen Wolf train. I don't know why I stopped, but I'm on 5B, so I'm... <laughs> I'm almost there. Um. And you know what? I've been. I've been. Dying. I've been. For some reason. I've been getting the feeling of. I need. To. Dive back into Vampire Diaries. I don't know where this comes from. I rewatched it a while back. And I couldn't get past season four. Honestly. Yeah. That one, it's hard for me. I never can do a full rewatch of that. I feel the need to rewatch it all the time, and I can never get past, like, season four and five. I stopped... I think when I stopped at the first or second episode of season... No, I stopped at the second episode of season four. And that is when, spoiler alert, uh, Elena turns into a vampire. I think the main reason that I can never get into a full rewatch of the Vampire Diaries is because I know how Damon and Elena turn out or well the things that they go through and it's just kind of annoying and I don't want to get to those points. Yeah, and also And then I know that Claireline is an in game and so that just it all over again. <laughs> that just makes it um, all over again. I just can't I don't I think the reason that I didn't get through it is because I could not stand Elena. I have never I've hated Elena. I love Elena. But see, isn't it so funny? Do you like Catherine? Yes! So see, I think that speaks to the actress. You like Catherine, but you don't like Elena. They are the same actress. <laughs> She's able to make you hate. I like the character. people that are... I like, you hate the I like hero, the, but you love the villain. Because I'm the same way. I love... Catherine Pierce is my favorite Vampire Diaries character. She... Uh, I, I love, love her. her. I loved all the... I'm in love with Klaus. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So he was in Titans... And he played the bad guy? And I was just like, I just kept going, okay, Klaus, sit down. Like, calm down, Klaus. Okay. I'm just... We get it! Well, then he's, like, working with his mother, and I just kept waiting, like, where's the dagger? Like, I know you got a dagger. Yeah, I just... I couldn't vibe with him in that show, because I just kept seeing Klaus, and I was just like, this is... Not who he claims to be because he did have a lot of moments where he got angry and just yelled, and I was like, nope, that was Klaus. I kept waiting on Rebecca! <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, never happened, but yeah. Anyways, that was a long winded story to my currently reading. <clears throat> but yes, Chain of Florence by Cassandra Clare. Listening to it, it's good. I just, I'm in a reading rap, man. And they notice. suck. They suck so bad. I'm also... I go through these phases with books as well as podcasts. Like, I'm so behind on podcasts right now, but I have no drive to want to listen to them. That's, I that's my sister. <laughs> um, whereas, like, normally I power through some podcasts and I stay up to date, but I have not wanted to lately. So... The only podcast I've listened to is our own, so well, <laughs> that's good, I guess. I I listen to it to make sure that we didn't sound crappy. I don't listen to it because I listen to it as I edit it. <laughs> that is true. So I don't want to hear it a third time. Um, yeah, I don't think we, I think we're past the audio issues. Yeah. We say that now. Let me knock on this fake wood. Pinch nerve. <laughs> Pinch nerve and sunburn. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm severely sunburned. So am I. It's... But we leave for the beach in two weeks, so better to get it out of the way now. Rather than look like Hallie last year. Listen, oh. it was bad. I will admit it was bad. Hallie looks like a hot dog. The to- I think the worst thing was that when the tops of my feet were burned, like, I couldn't hardly wear shoes. And when I did wear shoes, I'd have to wear socks. <laughs> That's so funny. And... I look so like are you gonna get a tan before we leave in two weeks so you can not that, deal with that what, again. That's that's the whole point of me <laughs> trying to. Well, I'm sunburned, so it will turn into a tan. Yeah, that's how my body mine's works. Mine's already starting to turn golden. See, that's the thing. My family doesn't like me because anytime I get sunburned, it's like two or three days later, and I'm brown. It see, I <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I have to burn to tan. Yeah. There's probably some sort of, like, dermatologist out there listening to us going... Just, like, cringing all over the place. I'm sorry.
1: But I can't
0: tan. I have to burn first. But listen, my sister... She just burns. She, she just burns and goes back to her normal color. I guess it's just the red the redhead in her because she she has to stay under the tent at the beach or she will fry and she'll just go right back to be. She's pale as a ghost. If you've seen her, she's pale. She can't tan. Yeah. She's Casper. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's it's bad. All right. So. As we said earlier, we are going to be talking about page-to-screen adaptations. Um, So, these are books that have been made into a TV show or a movie. Um, Or potentially. Yes, two of them have potentials in front of them. So, did you add any to the list I sent you or did Well, there was two that I thought of, but I didn't know if you put them in there or not. Well, no, there was just one that I... Okay. If you have another one to add. Well, it's okay. a potential, so. Okay. Is it that one? No. Is it that one? No. Well, nope. It's, we'll get into them. Okay. So, uh, do you want to start with that one so you don't forget it? Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about is um, one that I don't think we've heard a lot about recently. We know it was confirmed, and that is Red Queen. <gasps> ah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just now thought of it. I was like, Red They queen. started um, casting, I think. She posted something recently. What was it? There was either... It was I don't know. Casting or their script writing, maybe? It may be script writing. I don't remember. Well, I don't know. It may not be script writing, considering there's a writer's strike going on at the moment. <gasps> oh, so, yes. no wonder... Yeah, I think that's why Stranger Things got pushed back is because there is a writer's strike going well, on currently. And Jenny Hahn didn't go to the premiere of um, XO Kitty because okay. of the writer's strike. Which I can kinda understand why it's going on because you gotta think these script writers and screenwriters, they do all these things and they hardly get they, I mean yeah. They get zero credit. Full support and I'm sure Real they thing. and I'm sure they get paid like squat. Yeah. And so like I can thing. understand. Yeah. I'm in support of it. Oh yeah, 100. There were. Um, I, I don't think... think as a book podcast we can't be in support of. Yeah, a writer strike. I saw Josh Gad was out protesting. There was a lot of people. Um, Jenny Hahn went to the protest, and some of the actors from the Summer I Turned Pretty mm-hmm. showed up. And I did see them. Her. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's been a lot of them. So that could be a big reason why a lot of things have been pushed back. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm excited for it. Like, I literally... Y'all. Elizabeth Banks is producing and starring in it. If she ain't playing Queen, like, the Queen, I don't know what else she'd be playing. She'd be good as the Queen. I don't really have a lot to say on Red Queen because I've not finished the series out. I read the first book years ago and then didn't If Maven ain't... If Maven and Cal ain't good looking and... Keylorn. If they're not good looking I don't want it. <laughs> because that is a love square. That's not even a love triangle. That was a love square. Because while he was the bad guy, I mean, come on. We all fell a little bit as <laughs> the darkling. Just, just 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 admit it. Don't hide it. Just admit it. The darkling people. Like I love my It's babe. like what it's like what I don't love him. It's like what Be B- <laughs> it's like what Bale Telly said. There's just a we all fall for it's he has multiple, but I'm still kind of like, I kept waiting for him to be redeemed. Anyways, um, yes, I'm very excited about that one. I think it's going to be good. I think that with Elizabeth Banks producing it, I feel like I trust it a little bit more. And I I feel like Victoria has full control of the script. Maybe. Yeah, that's probably, that's pro- that is the smartest decision is when the author has control, I think, Well, because, just to branch on to another one, um, the Court of Thorns and Roses show, I've heard some stuff recently that that the reason it's taking so long is because um, Sergey Moss is writing the script and she wants to get it perfect. That's what I've heard. That is the rumors. So. Yeah, that was the other thing. That that was the other topic that I was going to talk about. Yes. So, I'm excited for that one. Um, I think the biggest... The biggest thing that everybody's waiting on, like, I, I think... This is the casting. Yes, I think people are waiting on the casting more than they're waiting on the actual show. Because everyone's just, like, holding their breath for that cast. Because there's so many different fan casts out there, and everyone feels so strongly about their fan cast that if it's not right, like, people are going to throw a fit... I mean, heck, one of the ones I've got on here, we'll talk about it later, but look at the bashing that they're receiving for Lily Bloom, and it ends with us right now. Um, So I think they're under a lot of pressure on casting, um, which hopefully they'll let Sarah kind of guide that Mm -hmm. as well, and I think she'll pick the right, I trust her to pick the right people. Mm -hmm. And I think, really, everyone could get over anybody being cast, except recent. Oh, yeah. Reason better be perfect, otherwise people are riding in the streets. I don't know. See, that's why That's why I don't even like to think about fancast because I don't like to get my hopes up. Th- like, the streets will burn. TikTok will burn. <laughs> TikTok will implode. Book talk will burn to the ground if Reason's not cast perfectly. And back, throwing back to our Sarah J. Moss episode where we talked about fancast even with the people that we mentioned, I still cannot think of a single person for recent. I feel like a lot of people are going to complain like, I could see him being like gorgeous, the perfect reason, and then people complaining like, why does he have an American accent, you know? Mm-hmm. There's going to be something. I'm full on with Thomas Doherty. Oh yeah, I know. But a am coach. I watched The Invitation and that's, <laughs> that's recent. <laughs> that is recent. I've always been in love with him. Anyways. Um, but yes. So, Reg Queen and Agatar Percy Jackson. Under adaptation. Yes, Percy Jackson. That is, that's full swing right now. Like That looks really good. I, I am, am so, here's Jackson, the though. thing. You have no idea how excited I have been for this adaptation. Because we all know the movies sucked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were terrible. And they didn't even finish the books. <laughs> yes. And it's sad because I love Logan Lerman. He, he he's a beaut. Got, but the movie like I so I actually watched both movies and then I watched them when they came out and, and then, then I, read I, I've the rewatched book. them before. And then you've read but the but I just recently re- read the books. So Vastly I just different. recently found out how different the first book was from the first movie. Oh yeah, first movie was way different. But I really like... Because I kept waiting for them to go to Nashville. And I, I was ha- like, yeah. oh. I have really high hopes for this because Rick Riordan has full control over what it is. And I like how he said, like, each season is going to be one book. So we know that it's going to be, like, I would say almost closely accurate. And I know that the it's been given a lot of crap due to the casting, but I honestly am on board with it. I feel like people need to get over that by now Yeah. Though. Like I mean, people didn't were we exhaust that with Hermione and the Cursed Child? Yeah. That's true. And didn't they prove us, didn't they prove people wrong in their opinion about that? I think they did. Cause I think that everyone they've cast as Hermione Granger and the Cursed Child has been pretty freaking fantabulous. So I feel like um, we should be past that by now. Yeah like I think some people were giving them a lot of a lot of hoopla for who they cast as Percy, which well, which is the kid from the Adam Project. I think it was more so on Annabeth. That is true. But they were like, yeah, which I don't... I think I've seen, like, the girl who plays Annabeth, and she's pretty good, so... Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun. They're yeah. All, well, also, I think people need to realize, like, when they're saying these things, like, these are literal kids... Yeah. ...that are reading this, and that's not a good vibe to set. But, yeah... I did see some people were giving the the kid from who's playing Percy from a lot of crap, but he played the kid in the Adam Project, and he was pretty freaking funny, and Percy's very funny. So The interviews with him and Ryan Reynolds are freaking funny because he's a huge Deadpool fan, and so he was, like, sitting and quoting entire lines from Deadpool to Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, I saw one of the things that he said, and I'm like, yeah, that's Percy. <laughs> That is straight up Percy. Yeah, I'm it's been fun. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for it, and the way the snippets that we've seen of Camp Half Blood look looks so good. Like the cabins, they're think freaking it looks hu- really good. The cabins are freaking huge, and I love it. I'm like, see, yeah. it makes me want to get me a Camp Half Blood t shirt. <laughs> I think it's gonna be, I think it's way gonna... better than the movies. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes. Yes. Um. Um, so next we have my personal favorite. And the best, I would say this is probably the best page-to-screen adaptation. It is the best. There is no comp. Nothing has beat it. The Hunger Games people. Yep. Um, so I would rate this page-to-screen adaptation a 10 out of 10. Um, was there things that they left out? Sure. Were they crucial to the storyline? Absolutely not. It was, like, I think what I remember from, like, some of the things that I've seen, it was, like, small details that were left out. Yeah, like, the a that she knew, um, that was in the hotel room, um, and then there was the thing in Catching Fire with the people that were running away, um, and then obviously how she gets the badge is different, mm-hmm. um, or the pin, um, because Madge is... Suddenly an elderly woman. Um, I loved the memes, though, after these movies came out for the first time. I, I loved the memes of, like, Madge, what happened? Because she's supposed to be Katniss's age and flirting with Gail and the mayor's daughter. And she's an 80-year-old woman selling out of the black market. <laughs> so, something happened. Ew, flirting with Gail. <laughs> no. God, we won't even get into that. <laughs> um, I'm excited to read the books. That way I really hate on Gail. <laughs> so I think we're going to be reading them at the same time. And it's going to be a lot of... You're going to... Hallie's going to be full concentrated on the books. And then she's just going to hear, Oh, because I'm going to be reading them knowing full well what's about to happen. <laughs> and just like anticipating everything. Yeah. It's going to be bad. Um, anytime, Gail says, "I'll protect your family." <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll see. You now. did for a little bit, sir, but then you were like, "Okay, job's done." <laughs> I wipe my hands clean. <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, I think these ad- this adaptation was done seamlessly, and I cannot wait for the Battle of the Songbirds and Snakes because they have the same writer and the same director, so I'm sure it's gonna be great. I trust Francis Lawrence with my Children. Um, and Suzanne Collins, I think, has got a pretty heavy hand in it, too. So, it's gonna be good. The trailer, I've watched so many times. It looks so good. I've watched it so many times. Um, I can't remember these actors' names, but I think she's gonna be a great Lucy. Rachel Zegler? Yes. I think she's gonna be a fantastic Lucy. Peter Dinklage in anything, I'll support. Oh, yeah. I love that man. Um... And then Viola Davis, is it Viola Davis, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, playing a role, I can't remember what her character's name, Hunter Schaefer playing Tigress is the best casting. When I saw that she was playing Tigress, I was like, okay, yeah, there's nobody else. Nobody else can play Tigress. Like, she's going to do it so well. Um, She was in Euphoria, by the way. Okay. <laughs> um, I was like, so, I she's going to do, like, she's going to play that part really well. Uh, she's... Snow's cousin. Mm-hmm. Which, if you watched the movies, you wouldn't know that. Because they go to see Tigress at one point, and you're like, I know significance. Which, that's kind of, it was crazy for me, like, rewatching the movies after reading this book, the prequel, because you know so much more about him. So when they went to see Tigress, I was just like, I know something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to Katniss, and yeah. It was rough. Um, I do think a lot of things resonate more once you read the prequel. And especially with the trailer, with them playing the, the his narration over the uh, end of the trailer from the Hunger Games movies. It's the things we love the most that destroy us. Oh, that one cut deep. But, I love these adaptations. I think they're done so well. The casting, 10 out of 10 I love Jennifer Lawrence. She, because of those movies, she has become my favorite actress, and I've watched everything she's been in since those movies. There's a new movie coming out that's her in it, and it looks so freaking funny. Yeah. She's fantastic. I love her. She can play drama or comedy. Like, she's got it all, friends. Um, and then obviously, like, I went through a whole Josh Hutcherson phase. Speaking I of was him, in it. speaking of him, he's in a new movie. He's in 5 Nights at Freddy's. And he's he looks playing so good. he's, he's playing he's playing the security guard and I said, here's the thing. My pa- that trailer came on. We went to see Fast and Furious. Was it Friday or Saturday? I can't remember. It was a couple days ago. And that trailer came on and I was like, "Yes, because here's the thing. I pl- I played a little bit of that game, but I quit because it scared me so bad. But I looked at Mom, and I was like, it's Five Nights at Freddy's, and she looked at me like I had three heads, because she's like, you want to watch that? And I was like, hey, yeah. Also, it's PETA. I'm going (laughs) to say it like this. I don't know what Five Nights at Freddy's is. Never heard of it. It's... Never played it. Think of Chuck E. Cheese horror version. I really don't even know if the movie will be that good, but I'll be seeing it, because I'm prepared to re-enter my Josh Hutcherson face. I think basically how it goes is, the security guard has to go into this place and basically, um, has to keep watch of the place and try not to die because the animatronics come oh, alive and they try to kill new you. The Hunger Games. The animals- no. because the animatronics come alive and they try to kill you. Just call them <laughs> tributes and he's back. Um... I, yeah, I had a whole Josh Hutcherson face. I was obsessed. I remember my dad and I went to see Journey to the Mysterious Island, and it was just, like, 99% of me swimming, and the other 1% was being hateful towards Vanessa Hutchins because she was living my dream. <laughs> oh. Listen, he's beautiful. I still love him. I keep getting, I saw something, it was, um... It, I think it was an edit, I get, I believe, of Catching Fire, and it was like PETA in his reputation era. <laughs> He's fantastic. He literally <laughs> didn't give an F in Catching Fire. I loved him. Um, Yeah, he, he went a little bit psycho later on, but I still like, I'm telling you right now, every time I watch them, including when I was in the theaters, the moments where he was like clearly being like tracker jacker, everyone who's read them will know what I'm talking about. I just cried the whole time. I was like, Peta, what are they doing to you? Yeah, anytime Katniss was crying, I was crying. Um, but yes, I think casting for those has been perfect. Um, everything about them. I have no complaints about The Hunger Games. Page screen adaptations. They're the best. They're the best ones. Not a single complaint. The only thing I wish they would have added a little bit more was a little more of Portia, which was um, Peter's uh, stylist. Mm-hmm. He, she was his sinner. and in the books, she was a little bit more prevalent. And I feel like she kind of fell off, fell off the map a little bit in the movies. Um, so I wish there would have been more about that. But um, other than that, I those movies and like the books will forever haunt me. The way that they ended, ugh, because they almost didn't have a solution, and it's just kind of crazy. They did, but they didn't. Very hard to explain. Um, but yeah. Great. 10 out of 10. Wonderful. Okay. (laughs) Next one. (laughs) This next one's gonna be a real interesting topic. This one has two parts. (laughs) Um, first let's talk about the movies. Um, Yes. And this is Harry Potter. (laughs) Um... Where do we even start? I don't know what rating to give it because I think it depends on which movie you're talking about. Let's go by mo- let's go by movies. That should be fun. Oh gosh. I got to remember everything though. I everything will say that I will say though, I think that my fondest memories I have of Harry Potter is when we made my parents watch them. <laughs> the and questions. they had, and they actually liked them. The questions. And they're actually excited to go to Universal and see Harry Potter stuff. So yes. I'm like, finally um, Sorcerer's Stone. I oh, have no complaints. I think it was it's like, a cl- it's it, a classic. Well, I'm talking about the page screen adaptation. I think, oh yeah, no complaints. I uh, think they, they did. I think it was pretty close. I think it was actually like really close. Um, I can't recall a lot being left out. I'm. I know there was probably. I think there were some characters left out, and some scenes. The mm, it's kind of hard to go movie by movie because the books. The books and movies tend to mesh for me because I've watched the movie so much that I, I tend to mesh like what happened in the book versus what happened in the movie. Um, so if we're just going off a series based, like overall, is there a lot of characters left out? Absolutely. There's a whole character left out, Winky. Like we left her all the way out. We left her all the way out, and she was crucial. Dobby is left out a ton. He's in almost every single book. And yeah. he's only in two movies. Mm-hmm. So, I think we missed a mark there. Um, the whole Marauders background... Out. Xnade, nade Um... Which is what people want. The majority of Prisoner of Azkaban was just all over the place. But um, I think they Prisoner of Azkaban... They whole storylines out. I think Prisoner of Azkaban was very different. They left whole storylines out. Um... There was more. Order the Phoenix, the Department of Mysteries uh, scene was very different. Um, I'm trying to think, like, the big things. Yeah. uh, Quidditch just, like, left everyone's point of view in the movies. Because in the books, it was nothing but, like, we have a Quidditch game. We have the tournament for the House Cup. Like, they really focused in the books on the yearly Quidditch tournament and the House Cup at the end of the year and told who won the House Cup at the end of the year. After the first movie, Quidditch and the House Cup were forever forgotten. <laughs> um, nobody cared. Probably because Dumbledore just awarded it to Gryffindor anyway, so I feel the need to chew it every time. Um, I think the House Points thing was really xna too. even so, because... They kind of quit with the fifty points from Gryffindor. They really didn't give a lot of that after the first movie, and you didn't really see the thing like the the little like tracker thing of the house points was never really shown. It's in the background, but you barely see it. Um, if we're so, let's start small here. Plot lines decent. I think the main plots were there. The main points were came across. Mm-hmm. Details. Went out the window. <laughs> um, and then casting, perfect. No complaints. Oh, yeah. Not a single complaint on casting. I think all the casting is well done. No one's going to complain about Robbie Coltrane. No one's going to complain about Alan Rickman. You definitely will not ever hear me complain about Maggie Smith. Um, and I th- do I think that the original, this is something my dad and I get into all the time. I think the biggest debate on casting is Dumbledore. Yeah. Would the original Dumbledore have been better? 100%. I think he was more authentically Dumbledore. He looked like Dumbledore. Yeah. Um. He looked like the book illustrations. He was great. You know? But yeah. he passed, and you gotta do what you gotta do, so they recasted. Now, I think, Um. I can't ever remember his name, the guy who played um, him. I think it starts with an M. I can't remember. I may be completely wrong. Michael Gambon? Is that in I threat? think so. Hold, please. There is a Michael Gambon in the Harry Potter movies. Is that him? I feel like such a fake fan. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. Michael Gambon, who played, it was Richard Harris who played the first um, Dumbledore, um, and he was great. Yes, but he passed. So then you move on to Michael Gambon. Michael Gambon, I think he did a good job. I do think, this is something my dad and I have talked about, I do think that if Richard Harris would have continued to play Dumbledore, I don't think he would have played a Dumbledore the way that Michael Gambon did to the point where, like, we got angry at Dumbledore. Like, I can't stand Dumbledore. Literally can't stand him. And I don't think, I think if Richard Harris would have continued to play him, I think that I wouldn't have had that same reaction because he was a precious old man. So I think Michael Gambon was able to give you more of that, like, Dumbledore had some things up his sleeve that he wasn't telling people about. Um, My dad would love for Ian McKellen to have played <gasps> Dumbledore. Yes. And while I that think... That would have been good. And while I, I think he would have been good, I think there would have been a ton of confusion with the Lord of the Rings fans <laughs> versus the Harry Potter fans. Yeah. I think the confusion would have been chaos. Yeah, because sometimes... he does the same look. Yeah, and especially... I feel like sometimes when I'm watching... We... I've not watched the Lord of the Rings movies yet. I've watched the Hobbit movies. But... With the way Gandalf, like, talks and how he says certain things, you're like, he has the essence of Dumbledore behavior. Well, Gandalf and but Dumbledore he's not evil. are so aesthetically the same that I yep. think the confusion would have been crazy. Gandalf, because so. Gandalf, he's called Gandalf the Grey, mm-hmm. and he wears gray clothing. Dumbledore wore gray clothing. Yeah. The aesthetics were the same, and I think it would have been confusing. But People <laughs> would have thought it have been a crossover. But, um, other than that, like, I think casting was perfect. I, I have no complaints about casting. No, I was just looking at, <laughs> when we were looking at the Dumbledore, it showed all the different people who had played Dumbledore. Yeah showed him, it showed somebody else, and then it showed Dylan from a very Potter musical. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he has his and own now, profile. If he wants to come in and play Dumbledore in the TV show, I have no complaint. Oh, Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> it slides. slides. Um, <laughs> no, but I think Jude Law did a good job, too. There is a lot of confusion, though, that, like, the events of Fantastic Beasts and Harry Potter... Are not that many years. So how did we go to a from a clean shaven, you know, upkept man that looks very good in a three piece suit to this dude in the gowns <laughs> and pajamas and long beard, gray hair? Like what happened? What what happened to him? Tom Riddle put a number on this man, um, and all of his hair turned gray. But um. <laughs> I don't have any complaints as far as casting. I do. There is so much left out from the books. So much. There's even a backstory about some of the horcruxes. Yeah. Like the Hubble Buff Cup, how I got that. Tom's like origins are left out. There's so much left out. So I think we could have done better. Now, with that yeah. said, you oh card um we move but on to buckle the, up the TV show adaptation that's coming out <clears throat> after where no. do we start if you listen to one which episode was it we went on the tangent was it I don't know <laughs> there's been several um while I do say there was tons of stuff left out of the books they could have done better I think it's done you know like it's too early Let the to be making go. a TV show it's too early Yes, I understand it was 20 years ago, but nobody's stopped watching it. Nobody's let it go. It's not like it's old news and people don't watch it anymore. Like it's you it's too early to remake this. And I feel like there's so many other things we could be doing. It would literally be like somebody remaking Iron Man right now. But see what Marvel's doing? They're making other things within the Marvel universe. Harry now, gr- Potter now, granted, could be making of- other things within the Harry Potter universe. Now, granted, some of the stuff that Marvel 20. has come out with has not been good, but they're well, making new that, stuff. Yeah, so, we, we've got the Bobatons, Bobatons, we've got dermstring we had Fantastic Beasts, and we let it get away from us. We could have had Ilvermorny. Um, we could have Ilvermorny. Because if you read the backstory on Ilvermorny and how it was founded, it's like so good okay but here's my thing okay you want to keep it within hogwarts you want to keep it within the harry potter storyline and harry potter easter eggs fine do the marauders do the founders of hogwarts do tom Riddle origin yes give me the first rising of voldemort (laughs) give us literally anything literally anything but another harry potter we don't need that expand on the freaking universe We tried to do that with Fantastic Beasts, and the first one was great, and somehow we came back to Harry Potter. (laughs) Like, it's like they're, it makes them seem like a one-note pony. Yeah. It makes them seem like they don't know how to do anything but Harry Potter. It really, truly does, because they've not made anything else. So, I have low opinions of the TV show thus far. I feel like we don't need to be doing this right now. Yeah, you're not... There's so many other things you could you're do. You're not a fan of it, which I think s- had surprised some people considering you. I just... There's so many other things you could be doing. Yeah. If it was over and done and people didn't watch it anymore, I'd be okay with it. If you, have ex- if you had expanded on the universe by now, if you had created all these other spinoffs by now, sure, go ahead. Make it. That's great. But you haven't done anything else. Like... I don't know. Am I going to watch it? Yes. The one thing that really makes me upset about it is that I'm too old to play one of the children and I'm too young to play one of the adults, so I can't even be in it. So, you know, give me something here. I can play Hermione's mother. Casting. I don't know about casting. I feel like casting is going to be weird because... See, that's the thing, Because with the movie... It's definitely too early. Like, you haven't even let... Okay, I grew up with these movies. I was... I was born the year, what year did you... the first one, if the first one came out in 1998, as I think it did, the first movie, I was born when these movies came out, so I have literally grown up with this cast, I'm 25, yes, that seems about right, well, no, I would have been 5 on the first one, no, because it's 20, I don't Ignore. Either way, I the bath is a math thing. Um, either way, I have grown up with this cast. I'm twenty five. Like, this is the cast I know. This is the cast that everybody knows. Like Daniel, Rupert and yes. Emma. That's your golden trio. The only other casting I will accept in these TV sh- in this T V show is Lauren Lopez playing Draco, <laughs> Darren Chris playing Harry, Johnny Ricker playing Ron. Yes. <laughs> That's all I got. Red vines. Yes. So I can't I don't know, the casting's gonna be really difficult to accept because everyone grew up with that other with the original casting and it's gonna be very hard. Especially like I feel like it's hard. Helen, you're gonna make those break more. I know. Um it's gonna be very hard, like Alan Rickman's past, Robbie Coltrane's past. There's the original Ollivander's past. There's so many, Uncle Vernon, there's yep. so many people that were on the that cast that have passed, and you're basically just, like, replacing them, and that hurts. It's hard to accept. It's hard to accept. It's going to be very hard to see other people as these characters. But we'll see. I'm going to watch it. I can't not watch it. I'm curious enough to watch it. But they better make that stuff spot on. The books, otherwise, why make it? So, yeah. Um, moving on, <sighs> we have Divergent. Oh boy, that we didn't even couldn't even complete the movies because they were that terrible. Good. Well, here's the thing: to give credit where credits due, the first movie great Love was it. pretty close. It was yes. good. They left out some things, but it was pretty close. Insurgent. I don't know where the heck where we went. I don't know where the box came from. <laughs> where did we pull the box from? Because it came out of somebody's rear end. Because it didn't exist in the Because here's a. When we watched the trailer I looked at Carly. Because Carly had read the books when I did. And I was like. Was there a box? I don't know was where the box? box came from. And, no. There was box. And then Allegiant part one. I don't know. Was, we no, was nowhere close. I don't know what we were doing. To the that. book. Because first of all. In Allegiant. Didn't they go to like an abandoned airport? Where were they in the movie? I didn't even read Allegiant. The books didn't impress me. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah. The first book
0: was good. The second one was okay. I didn't even read the third one. You didn't read it? I thought you read it. No, I know what happens, but no, I I read it. it. I think in the third book they go to this like abandoned airport. And I watched I think part of the first Allegiant and Are you sure that's not Mays Runner you're remembering? Nope. Okay. It was very, very different. I was like, where are we? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't vibe with the books as a whole. Well, first of all, to get... Also, just to say this, Veronica Roth committed one of the biggest sins in fictional history, and that is killing off the main character... Made For mad. literally, I think literally no reason. I was like, was that? Yeah, she served day? no purpose by dying. Yeah, no, I was very mad. <laughs> Other than breaking poor I poor four's heart. I was in the library when I finished Allegiant and it, it took everything in me to not slam the book on the ground. It was annoying. But yeah. I just I didn't vibe with the books as a whole. So I wasn't really on board with the movies. I was hoping they would make it better. They made it worse somehow. Yeah. Um As far as following the books, thumbs down. The first one was great. Yeah. Love it. 8 out of 10. Second movie was about halfway, and then third movie Mm, just... I don't even know if I would give the second one halfway. Basically, it... Maybe give it a 4 out of 10. Basically, it went downhill after the first movie. Yes. I'll just say that. And I didn't even watch Allegiant Part 1 until maybe about a year or two after it was already on DVD. Like, that's, that's how bad it was. Yeah, and that's like a. It's crazy though, is because, I saw a TikTok that was like, talking about like how nobody ever talks about Divergent anymore. Because it's like, everyone wants to forget it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, that's because everyone wants to wipe that from their brain. Because it sucked. And I saw, the they have new covers, of the Divergent trilogy, and trying to reamp the fans. Exactly, and I'm like. No, I got PTSD. It, you didn't read for I think it. The casting was fine. The casting was fine. Uh, Theo James. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love him. And that makes me sad because Hansel the casting because the casting was Miles Teller. Yeah. Who's that? Because the casting was was fine. It was I was okay with it, and then it just it's just sad the movie's sucked. <laughs> The Dacian's love strike by Miles Tiller right now, so nobody's complaining about that one. Also, Kate Winslet. How do you put Kate Winslet in a movie that bad? Yeah, I don't know. I what would... <laughs> Anyways. Next, yeah. we have, Ha ah, the thorn in my side, Shadowhunters. That is the bane of my existence. Oh, my goodness. Books, love them. Obviously, that's my current read. Um... Movie. Movie, 7 out of 10. It was pretty... It, it was okay. I think the casting was half great, half not great. I... See, here's the thing. When I watched these... When I watched the movie and I watched Shadowhunters... I only watched, like, the first season. Um, I only watched the first episode. I tried to push through and didn't make it very far. Um, It was like... When it came to um Alec, I liked... The TV show. Let's just list off characters. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Clary movie. Yes, 100%. Because I love Lily James. Yeah. She did a good job with it. Did I say that right? Her name's not Lily James. Yeah. Is it? Lily Collins. Yes. Lily James is Cinderella. (laughs) Um, whoo, That was a moment. I I knew as soon as I said it. I was like, that's not right. Um, Love Lily Collins. I think she's great. A lot of people complained that her hair wasn't the right color. Okay. We can fix that. Yeah. Said it wasn't red enough. Fine, you know. It was more like a Auburn. A, auburn. It needed to be red, yeah. like orange red. Um. So yeah, we can get on board with that. Change the hair. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Jace, movie. Jamie Campbell Bower. Yep. <laughs> come on, dumb Sherwood. I love you, but you ain't got nothing on that boy. I loved Jamie Campbell Bower. I think he had the perfect sass levels. For Jace. Yeah. I don't think Dom Sherwood quite got me there. I feel like he was more like he was very protective, and you needed that like level of conceited. So conceited, really sassy, it. annoying. Alec TV, TV show. show. Yep, that's why. Was... Love him. I love Matthew Daddario. Yes, he does great. I think he's fantastic. Isabel, movie. Okay. Would you disagree? Mm-mm. I feel like, I don't know. Isabel's the a- one in the show was too flirty. Yeah. Isabel, she's not just flirt. She's not flirty. She's a pretty freaking good fighter. She's not flirty, though. They made her way too, like, I guess feminine. E- and in the yeah. books, she's very, like, she's, I mean, she's not unfeminine, but she's... She's pretty. She's very, like, badass is the only, like word I have for it. She's very pretty, but she's very like, I can take care of myself. I don't need a man. And also, but she did have a soft side, but I think she was very, like, had a lot of walls up, and the one in the TV show didn't really deliver that. The one in the movie delivered that better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's Magnus. TV show. Yep. (laughs) TV show. No competition. Love him. He does fantastic. Um, The one in the movie didn't necessarily land... He, I don't think he had time to. Yeah, he was there for like maybe this he, much. They didn't they didn't have him very heavily in there. But the to TV. To be fair, he doesn't show up very heavily in the first book. Yeah, but the TV show one, he was very over the top. He landed an oppression right off the start. He was very over the top. He was very like. Like Jack Sparrow hands. Yes, very, I want to say expressive. Yes. Some of the lines he says in the show. He does a lot of face acting. Yeah. Some of the lines that he says in the show where I'm like, yes, that is Magnus. Like, the very first moment you see him, I think it's in the club, when he get when he stands up and, like, gets off the chair, I'm like, that is Magnus. That's Magnus. So I think the one in the movie just didn't... He didn't have time to deliver, but he didn't make a good first impression. uh Simon. Simon, I honestly really, truly... Have no opinion. Because I, I like, think both were fantastic. Yeah. They're both like I think if I had to pick though, I think I'd pick the movie. Yeah. The movie one looked I would say a little more The movie nerdy. is the guy who plays um Klaus in the Umbrella Academy. Oh And I okay. love him. And yeah. I think he played that role really well though like the jealous like kind of thorn in my side best friend because he got himself in these situations. Like, go away. (sighs) Yes. You're not contributing anything. Go away. Yes. So I think, which, if we take it back to Isabel, if we're taking purely off of, like, which one looks more like the character, TV show. But Mm. I think personality-wise, the movie one had it right. And I think that's the same with the assignment. I think looks-wise, TV show had it which really they looked about the same. Heck, for yeah. they looked very similar. But I think TV show would take it versus I think the movie one had the personality. Yeah, who's another one? Hodge. Um, yeah, one hundred percent the movie. I don't know why he was like twenty something in the TV show. Yeah, Homeboy's supposed to be like their father's age. Luke. Movie. Maybe yes. Yeah. Because First of all, Luke. Is I had on to think caught. about it for a second. <laughs> Luke is not a cop. This is nothing about race. Luke is not a cop. Luke owns a bookstore. <laughs> These are two very different. Why? Luke, where's I... flannel? He looks like a mountain man. He's a... he's a werewolf for crying out loud. Like he looks like a mountain man in his flannel with his bookstore. By creating him as a cop, you thus created a whole character that wasn't in the book. His partner, yeah, on the force. Don't know who she was. Don't know where she came from. Um, Valentine? Honestly, TV show. Okay, because I could, yeah. Because he played King Henry in Rain, and I love him. So, okay. I would take him. I don't really remember Valentine from the movie, so I really can't he say. had dreadlocks. Okay, never mind, TV show. He Um dreadlocks. <coughs> Jocelyn, maybe. Yes. I, was, I had to think for a second. Was- <laughs> Cersei. Lannister. from Game Oh! Okay. She did All great. Right. I, I think that. she was fine. Also, if we're going based off that, let's go ahead and branch to the adaptation a little bit. Why is Jocelyn dead in the TV show? Why is she dead? Oh yeah, I remember that. Why did she die? She's well and alive by the end of the Mortal Instruments series. Yeah, what in the Mortal in the movie? Wasn't she like asleep. (laughs) Well, yeah, that happened in the book. Yeah. She was in her sleeping thing. But in the TV show, further on in the seasons, she dies. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh. I I remember, like, seeing it on YouTube and I was like, okay, but they bring her back to life, right? And then it's just like, nope. Um, Jocelyn's not dead, so I don't know why we killed her off. I can't think of anybody else. Don't really know why that storyline took place. I will say... The movie didn't have a chance to do it. The TV show did. The scene. It's a little weird because at the point, at this time, they think that they're still siblings. <laughs> but there was the scene where they were trapped in the fairyland and they had to. Um, the fairy told. The fairy queen told. I think that was. Is that the Sealy Queen? and Sealy Queen. Yes. I was trying to remember if that series was Sealy and Unsealy. It was this Ely Queen. She told Clary that in order for them to be able to leave, she had to she had to kiss her true love. She kissed Simon, and the fa- and the fairy queen was like, nah, homie, he ain't it. Made her kiss Jace, and then they left. They were able to go. Which is was a little weird, because they still thought they were siblings at the time. They were making you but question your I was your silently morals. rooting for it. Making you question Just your morals. Just hoping that they are not really siblings. Um, they weren't, so all turned out swell. Also, the movie left out and I can't I don't know if the T V show left this out. Like I said, I only watched episode one and I watched that fairy scene on YouTube. The movie didn't have the flying motorcycle and when they went to rescue Simon it was just supposed to be Clary and Jace, but Alec and Izzy went with them in the movie. Um, there I'm was kidding. no motorcycle, flying motorcycle. I feel like there was a motorcycle in the TV show, but I'm not sure. Did so it fly? Sh- there was a motorcycle, but it didn't fly. I want to say yes, it flew. Okay. Hold Because well, then they crashed. It was a whole thing. But I think when they went and rescued Simon, I feel like Alec and Izzy went. Yeah, I think they had. Uh, but, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. Um, other than that, I don't think the movie, the movie got the... The chronological events were there. They were right. They were perfect. It was just like who was with them in the scene that was different. Like I said, when they went to go rescue Simon, uh, Alec and Izzy were not supposed to be with them. Yeah, I think there was a funny Also, motorcycle. the TV show added in that whole storyline about Alec getting married. Oh, what yeah. What was that? Yeah. Because I've seen that scene because it's when Magnus comes in. Yeah. Um, Malik for the win, but I don't know why he was getting married. Also, my number one confusion, I remember watching the show and I was just like, okay, okay, we're off to a good start. This is great. We're good, doing good. She wakes up in the institution and I had a full on SpongeBob moment. All these people running around the institution. I went, who are you people? Because who? Okay, first who of were all, they? the institution not- in the movie was like, what? Accurate. It was big. <laughs> Accurate. It was like a, was it like a church? It's supposed to be an old church. That's it's, how it is in the book. But in the TV Show, it's like this. It's an old church, but on the inside, it's, it's like, like a, a warehouse facility. It's like HQ. Yes. <laughs> it's like a headquarters what for like the FBI. Me? I was Who like. Who did this? And why, <laughs> in all things heavenly, did Jace and Clary have their first kiss in the middle of the institution? Yeah, who in their right mind changed that that scene? They were supposed to kiss in the garden on the rooftop. Listen, yes, thank you. <laughs> I am infuriated. <laughs> I so I watched the first episode and I just remember going, okay, who are all these people? Then they introduced Hodge. I was like, why is he twenty three or tw- in his twenties? Homeboy's supposed to be their father's age. Okay. And then, like, everything was so, like, electronic and technical. And I was I watched like, what like is a, happening? I think I watched, like, I don't know if I watched the whole season. I may have watched bits and pieces of the, so I knew what the rest of the season was on YouTube. But I think I mainly watched, like, maybe the first four episodes. And then I watched the clip of Jace and Clary sharing their first kiss and just cried. Because I was like, why would you mess with such a perfect scene? You ruined it. <laughs> Soiled it. And they kissed, they kissed in the it. garden and... Soiled it, soiled it. They blew it up. I blew couldn't it up. even watch Past first episode. Oh, and I watched it the I watched the ending for the TV show. Dumb. <laughs> now I will say another casting. I'll point out they didn't get to it in the movie because she doesn't show up till much later. Maya loved perfect one hundred percent. Maya was one of my favorite characters in the book. Yeah, so. I loved Maya. Um, I just I got nothing. I yeah. I got nothing like. Okay, to move on. Okay, so maybe this is why I have a bad taste in my mouth about Harry Potter. Because the Mortal Instruments that made the movie, the TV show, Shadowhunters, was supposed to be made because they were going to fix what the movie messed up and make it exactly like the books. That was the statement that was released. And we went way away from We threw the books out and just, like, made our own story. We used the characters' names. That's all we did. Um, so, I have, like, bad vibes about the Harry Potter TV show. Yeah, I'm I not... have PTSD. I've been told these lies before. Okay. The next one that we're going to talk about is Sorry. one... Anyways. My tangent. The next one that we're going to talk about is one that, um... Me and Carmen, personally, love the adaptation, is Shadow and Bone. Okay, before we get started, I know there's a lot of people, I've been seeing a lot of people complaining about season two. Y'all, okay. Did it match the books? Hell no. Was it good? Yes. It was very good. See, here's the thing. It was one of those, we're not saying the books were bad. The books were good. It fixed six. Of Cro- it fixed Crooked Kingdom. Yes, but the adaptation was so much more enjoyable. We understand these characters were never supposed to meet. Yeah, we get it. We understand that. But it was fun. Um, we know that they changed a lot. We get it. We understand that. But Crooked Kingdom was boring, <laughs> and the show resurrected it. That whole scene. With Kaz. And Pekka Rollin. And Pekka was chef's kiss beautiful. I, we got <sniffs> dirty hands, people. It was beautiful. Um, am I a little concerned <laughs> with the uh, eyes being made between Tolia and Inej? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> am I a little concerned at the smile across Selena's face after she decapitated that woman. With yes. darkling magic. I... Got nothing. I don't know. That one, that was very divisive. Now, I will say, though, the casting Ugh. for the Crows... One hundo. It looked... One the th- casting for the Crows hundo. was pulled straight from the books because they look... <laughs> I'm you a right now. They couldn't have picked a better person for Wyland. He was precious. He was perfect. Kaz was perfect. Everybody was perfect. Jesper was Nikolai, perfect. Toya, and Tamar. The Darkling. <laughs> <And> Zoya. <laughs> oh, Darkling. <whatever. laughs> Zoya, Mal had the perfect amount of making me angry. Um, everybody. Jesper, he was perfect. Nobody Jesper, else. nobody else could put Kit- it did great it does a great job inej she looked like she looked like the fan art side note jack wolf is in a new movie i haven't watched the trailer yet we'll talk about that later um yes i think casting 100 percent. now as far as adaptation goes very different and matching the books i would maybe give it Six and a half, seven out of ten? The first season matched the first book good. Minus the Crow's plot line. Yes. If we're going based off of did the first season, did the Shadow and Bone storyline match the books? Season one and season two. The Shadow and Bone storyline. Yes. I think it did a great job. I think that mm, there was some things missing. But I think overall it did a small job. I kind of I mean, like that they mashed books two and three together. I do think there was a lot missing because mm-hmm. Nikolai was technically already supposed to be turned into a Vulcra. Yep. So we've skipped that a little bit. But I think we're leaving it for King of Scars. We definitely hinted at it. A bumblebee landed on Zoya's shoulder. and I was a little concerned. Um, But... Then did the, the first season felt like a prequel for Six of Crows. Yes. I don't know why we did Crooked Kingdom instead of Six of Crows. I don't know why we're bouncing. We're like going backwards. So it's a little weird. But I wonder, I halfway wonder if they were setting it up to potentially make a Six of Crows spinoff to do Six of Crows. Because I kind of almost think it does need, it needs its own thing. Mm-hmm. Because if you because have season three, if you have season three, which is supposed to be King of Scars and potentially Rule of Wolves, that's going to need its own season. Yes. You can't. And if you throw Six of Crows in there with the Ice Court, that's going to be like overwhelming. Yes, because I there is some stuff left out of Crooked Kingdom that I think they will need to add into a Six of Crows spinoff season. As well as some follow-up stuff with Nina in Roll of Wol- King of Scars and Roll of Wolves, I think they need to play a little bit of catch-up before they yeah. put back together. But overall, I'd say it was—I think it was a smash. I loved it. I'm just very concerned that they've not greenlit season three yet, and with con- and with know. Netflix canceling Lockwood and Company, I am very, oh, very God, scared. I'm very. I'm gonna scared. have to read the books now so I can find out what's behind that dang door. Oh, <laughs> are you complaining? Yes, because I want to see it, and it was a great cast. Gosh darn it! Anyways, it you get you get more them. books, but the bad news is you're out of room. You're gonna have to rent space on my bookshelves. Yeah, or stack them in the floor. We'll find out. Um, moving on. Um, so this is another one that's coming up that everybody's complaining about. <laughs> it ends with us. by ah. Getting made into a movie. I was on board. And I was willing to give Blake Lively the benefit of the doubt. And then I saw the costumes they've put her in. That is not Lily Bloom. It, it isn't. That is not Lily Bloom. What is she wearing? And first of all, isn't Lily supposed to be like young. She's supposed to be my age. She's supposed to be, like, in her 20s. And she's definitely not. We've aged up the cast. Which but, is fine. I think they but I aged feel like up the they're... cast almost because of the content. But I feel like in some aspects the ages were kind of... Whatever you pictured. I don't think they ever really gave age. Mm-hmm. But I think it they did it because like... of the content. I think yeah. it makes the time atlas and lily spent apart more significant by aging it up That is true do we? who's playing atlas do we even know it's some guy i don't know who he i don't know him but he looks good he looks like Atlas. Okay. now see here's my problem who's playing do him? i love the casting no but do I love Justin Baldoni as an individual? 100%. I think mm. he's a beautiful human being. He played Raphael on Jane the Virgin. Yes. Who is he? Is it? He's playing Ryle. Oh. <laughs> um. I think as an actor, he's a beautiful human being. All of his videos are very like meditative. Love yourself. Be kind. I love him. Um. I love Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Like, deeply so. Big Serena Vanderwitz fan. fam. Um, but I don't like them as those characters. And Justin's directing it, which I was really excited about. Didn't know he was going to cast himself. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I'm going to watch it. We'll see what happens. But I'm not impressed thus far. Um, Moving on to my favorites. <laughs> Maze Runner. I... Listen, I loved these books. I was all for it when I found out that, when I saw that Dylan (laughs) O'Brien, that's my main reason why I love this. Oh, yeah. What's my styles? Came for Dylan O'Brien, stayed for him and Newt. Oh, I know. Now, I will say, though, as far as- Will Gallagher has grown on me, too. Will Poulter, Gately, Will Poulter—he had a glow Why up. Did I Say, Will Gallagher, who is that? I don't know. Will Poulter, I apologize. I've said a lot a, of wrong actor names He had today. a glow up, especially now because he plays Adam Warlock. Are you saying the photo shoot he was doing recently? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the jawline. Um, now as far as accuracy, let's say it was. The first one was decent. The first one was decent. It was pretty good. I don't remember if there were details I left out. never read Scorched Trials or Death Cure, but I watched the movies, so I can't give an opinion. I read Scorched Trials. I Here's the thing. I can't really give an opinion, because it's been years since I've read these books. I think I read these in, like, sixth grade. Or middle school. I, I've never been more traumatized by a character dying, though, than in Death Cure. Oh, I know. I'll get to that in a second. No, um... Scorch Trials, I want to say it was decent. I don't remember a lot of things. Death Cure, I think I want to say it was completely different in terms of some things. Poor Dylan. Because I just feel- tried to do a simple stunt and, and almost got- died. <laughs> and then almost, and then was it on Team Wolf for a whole season. How upsetting. <laughs> Homeboy didn't even get to be in the last season of Team Wolf. I, here's the thing. I love Dylan O'Brien. I love him. He styles. He's, he's so calmest. funny. <laughs> he me Any videos that I see of him, I saw a video of him dancing with some dance, girl dance group. And he's always <laughs> so and people's TikToks randomly just shows up like Chris Olsen. He's the same. I'll be watching a TikTok and there's Chris Olsen. And you're just like, how do you know everyone? As, and then I'll be watching like a, people, like a group of people dancing. Dylan's in the background. How, how are you there? He's everywhere. I just love Dylan. I'm just back. I'm back in my Dylan phase. I loved him when he was Thomas. I loved him when he's Stiles. Oh, he's so funny. Well, don't say your goodbyes to him. Because <laughs> he's about to evacuate the cast. It's funny, though, because when I'm watching the Teen Wolf DVDs that you gave me, the trailers for Maze Runner and Scorch Trials will pop up. And I'm like, ah, memories. I remember, go- I remember going to see Death Cure. With you and the woman crying, wailing, like hysterical, a family member because Newt died, and I'm like, she was hysterical. Like I get it. I'm upset. She was really bad. I'm like, yeah, I'm crying because he's dead too. She but was invested, I'm not, but I'm not sobbing. Now I can't make fun because I cried exactly like that when um, the Dowager Countess died in Downton Abbey's second movie. I sobbed like a baby. Okay, I didn't know that, but thank you for enlightening me, Hallie. You haven't watched it in I know months. I know. I just didn't she know. died of old age, in anyway. the second movie. Okay, and I cried like a babe. <laughs> I you would have thought I knew her personally. I will say though, I cried when Newt died. I didn't cry when Teresa died. <laughs> I didn't cry when she died. I, just, I will. Excuse me. I had a love-hate relationship with Teresa. I think she redeemed herself. I will say though the one thing they left out I think the one thing they left out between Teresa and Thomas was the talk. (gasps) Yes. Where they could talk to each other with their their... minds. Yeah, that's the one thing. Of course I can understand why they left that out because I feel like it would be very awkward filming that. How do you yeah. You just film them staring at each Each other and you hear like echo voice. weird. (laughs) Very weird. How are they gonna do that in Akatar? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) It's gonna be letters probably passed back and forth. Or unless it's gonna be like a vision thing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just pictured something. I just pictured like one of those old French movies where it's like showing Feyre and he like, it's like his face on the screen surrounded by like, where it's like foggy. And it looks like he's looking <laughs> down on her all the like, dramatically. <laughs> Oi, <Oy>. um, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> I'm very. Anyways, I think casting was good on Maze Runner. Oh yeah, casting was very good. Dylan O'Brien, Newt, <laughs> Scrawny. <laughs> I love it. Will Poulter. Chuck. <gasps> oh, that, that was <laughs> devastating. That, that made me cry too. I was, that was like, because so he. You hear Thomas and I'm like that it gave me the vibe of Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good and I was like (laughs) I was like, No. I was watching that movie again recently, Maze Runner, and Mom was like, It's at the end where they're dragging Thomas away and he's like trying to hold on. And mom goes, Well what is he doing? He can't take him with he's dead. I was like (laughs) you don't get it. Also, I love the person who played Mino in Maze Runner. (laughs) <laughs> I just love Majorner Runner because you'd see the bloopers. Fry I'd, pan. I'd watch the bloopers and it's in Squirt's Trials and it's Dylan. They're like this, I guess it's like a lint. He's like, everybody hide, hide. They can't. What do they? do? Where? Then <laughs> <where? laughs> he falls down the sand pit. Oh my gosh. And then they all go, Thomas! <laughs> I want to, then there's another one that's like, I want to go, it's Dylan. he goes, I want to go to the zoo and see the flamingos. I want to go to the zoo and see the flamingos. I love them. (laughs) Um, okay. Next. You probably don't have an opinion about this one, because you don't know what it is. Yes, I, have you watched it? I watched two episodes. (laughs) Okay, yeah, it doesn't (laughs) count. Um, The 100 by Cass Morgan. Um, the 100 TV show I will say though I was obsessed with the show I love Bellamy I was obsessed with the show Um, I don't care what the show did with it Balark was in game and I'm still upset about Lincoln oh my him and Octavia were beautiful and they did him dirty shot him in the head they did in the mud in the rain and then she avenged his butt she did the man that shot him she killed him Oh, yeah. I loved Octavia. She was my favorite character. The books in the TV show were two very different things. I read the books recently. I got nothing. The books, the grounders and the books were so different. They had, like, they did have, like, the tribes, like they did in the show. The whole storyline, everything was very different. Bellamy and Clark were together in the books, which was infuriating because we never got it got it in the show. And everybody kept waiting on it. I, I watched that show as it was live on TV. Everyone, every season would be like, okay, this is our season. Like, we're going to get Bellark this season. I can just feel it. Because they're together in the show. So why wouldn't they be together in, or they're together in the books. Why wouldn't they be together in the show? Somehow they did that. Um, but it might come for everyone to know, if you, don't know to read it. if you don't already know, if you are a Bellark fan, um, Bob Morley, who played Bellamy, and Eliza, who played Clark, are married in real life, and I think they have a baby now? Yes, they do. So, that might, might give you some comfort. <laughs> it gives me comfort. Um, yeah, the books did not match the TV show at all. Um, or the show didn't match the books, I guess. Um, the first book kind of matched the first season, like a tiny, tiny bit. But honestly, I think she was writing the books as the show was being made. So I think that they kind of had to do like a like a Game of Thrones situation oh, and make Lord. their own storyline. Um, but I think they did a great Passing. job with it. I will say the last season kind of lost me a little bit. And then they shot Bellamy and then I was like, not okay um because then Bellamy died and that was not okay but I loved Octavia remained my favorite character throughout um and I loved her and Indra their their, like mother daughter relationship was so cute um and I've rewatched that show quite a few times it's always cute to see the beginning like Indra like hates her and you're just like girl if you only knew um yeah, I think it's a great show. Um, Bellamy's kind of a jerk in the beginning. <laughs> Huge jerk. Um, doesn't stay that way. He also has like a strong come over in the first episode. Like his hair is all slicked back. It's weird. Um, and the guy, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. They kept telling me he was a cockroach. Because he never, he think, every time they thought he was dead, he, he would show up. Like, Murphy? Yes. They would always think he's dead, and then... He'd pop back surprise, up. Surprise, I'm alive. He was usually He's a pe- cat. He's got he nine lives. usually a pain in their side. Um, He's not in the book, so that was kind of disappointing, because I like him. So, that's my rant on that one. I don't think you have anything to add for the next one, do you? No, because I've never watched it. Alright, Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, Book, fantastic. TV show, fantastic. Minor details were left out. There was a few things left out. There were some things changed. But I think they changed them for the better. We like it when an adaptation Um, does that. I think that the things that were changed, I could see why. The only thing I didn't really love is that the um, last concert when they sang Honeycomb that he left. That Billy left. I didn't really vibe with that one because it was not like that in the book. Um so that was a little sad. I sobbed through the whole last episode of that show, let me tell you. And then they gave me what I needed. A there was a reunion at the end of the at the end of the show and that reunion didn't exist in the book. So they gave me what I needed from that. Um but I think that they did a great job. I I would give it like an eight and a half, nine out of ten as far as matching. That's good. Um, The songs are fantastic. I listen to them all the time. I actually ended up watching that show um, as new episodes would come out. I would go downstairs in our movie room and watch it because I would blast the songs anytime they were singing. Let Me Down Easy is the best song. I love it. Um, Yeah. A small part of me was hoping that they would change the storyline with um, Karen and oh shoot Billy and his brother dang it, Graham I was hoping that they would change the storyline with Karen and Graham but they didn't so here we are Warren was my favorite <laughs> I loved him he was such a vibe um, but Billy and Um, Camilla were great, too. I loved Camilla. The actress was fantastic. Her voice is so cool. Like, the way she talks. I just love her voice. Um, But, yeah. Daisy and Billy. They gave me heart attacks upon heart attacks. And they gave me brain aneurysms all the time. Because... I just kept wanting them to be together. In the books, I wanted them to be together like crazy. And so, it was just a complicated situation. But I loved the way the book was written. And I loved the way the TV show was told. It all felt very much like a like you're walking, watching a documentary on a band. So, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, 8.5 slash 8. 9 out of 10. Hold on. Solid. Okay. All right. So, Hallie and I are going to be playing a new game this week. I've actually missed our games. Yes, we haven't had time for them. We really kind of don't have time for this one, but we're doing it anyways. Um, If you have any more page-to-screen adaptations you'd like for us to talk about, because I'm sure there'll be a part two to this down the road, um, let us know below. And if you have any extra opinions to add to these, let us know below. Um, But we're going to be playing a new game this week, and... This is one we kind of came up with the idea a while back. Um, we called it lyrical fiction.
1: Mm-hmm. And the
0: gist of it would be to figure out if it's a song lyric or a book quote. Um, we've narrowed this one down. because To feels, a fun one. It feels like it's a relevant theme and one that needs needs to be the name. So we are calling this one... Taylor Swift or fictional character? So did Taylor Swift say it, or did a fictional character say it? Um, she also in honor th- of the heiress tour. Yes. <laughs> but also because her lyrics are so, like, Poet. poetic, and, and they could be a book quote. So I think that's a like folklore, Like folklore and evermore are, like, think, straight up stories. I think <laughs> when we play this game in the future, we're going to pick an artist. Because I think that helps narrow it down. Uh-huh. The next one we can do can be the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh, Lord help. Oh, don't get stressed. It's going to get figured out. Oh, do you have conversations at the Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. Um, but yeah, so we're doing Taylor Swift or fictional character. We each have five. So the goal is for the other person to guess if it's a Taylor Swift lyric or if it's a book quote. So do you want to go first? Or do, you, do you want to answer first or ask first? I want to answer first. Now, All right. This may be, now, for the record, this may be difficult for me because I don't think it's <laughs> going to be too difficult. I think you could figure it out. Yeah, I can try. Some of the songs, like, I've not listened to a whole bunch, like, Red, I've not, Red, Taylor's version, let me just say that, I've not listened to a whole bunch, but I'm working on it. Whew. It's heavy. I know. I'm ready for Speak Now, Taylor Version. I'm ready to hear Haunted. Did you see the, Long Live? Did you see what ta- what Taylor Lautner said about Speak Now? Pray for John. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. He's, he's Every, comfortable with back to the same being about him. Everybody's like, everybody's like, he's the winner. The, have you seen the TikTok sound? I was like, the only heir to the throne is dead with Taylor Lautner and John. He's comfortable with the fact that um, back to the is about him and. John got dear John, which is just bad enough. Um, yeah, pray for John Mayer, everyone. I, pff, y'all can pray for him. I ain't praying for him. He deserved it. <laughs> Jake Hall, you, you're officially free to go, sir. <laughs> um, but don't go too far. Might bring you back. We're still questioning. We're still mad at you. Um, <laughs> okay. So you want to answer first? Okay. Oh <laughs> no, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. Scary. Hell was the journey. But it brought me heaven. Oh, that's good. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to, like, go through the plethora of Taylor Swift Is, is it a Taylor Swift t- lyric, or is it a oh. quote out of a fantasy novel? Well, this... Well, this stinks, because I've not listened to a whole bunch of, like, her earlier albums. Hallie, I've listened to every single song, and I'm probably not going to know the answer to this. Okay. It's a lot of songs to hear. I know. It was a three hour concert and we only got through okay, forty five of them. Read the quote again. Hell was the journey, but it brought me heaven. Okay, I'm trying to think with how it's said. Um Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um I'm gonna say it's Taylor Swift lyric. Yes. It's from Invisible String. My okay. favorite song I on th- the album. Here's the thing, I it sounded familiar to me because I've just recently listened to folklore again and I'm like, that sounds so familiar to me. Hell was the I love we're lit okay, so fun fact, we were listening so me and mom have switched to a new radio station. We've switched to Coffee House because the blend has started sucking recently. And Taylor Swift plays on there all the time. Like, folklore. Like, the one was on there, and I'm like, ah! She goes, she goes, this is Taylor Swift? I was like, yes, it's folklore. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible String is my favorite song on folklore, so I, like, I had to put one in there. I like Cardigan. I like My Tears Ricochet. Oh my gosh, My Tears Ricochet, the performance. Jaw dropping. I like The One, Invisible String. She's beautiful. and Betty. <gasps> Betty's a whole re- emotional roller coaster. Um. Anyways, all right. So this one. There was before you, and there was during you. I never thought there would be an book after Pope. you. Okay, that's from after. Well, I saw that on TikTok, and it was from. I thought it was the book. It was like reminders of him. It's in there too. Well, there we go. You are correct. All right. It's an after today. Yeah, I know that one. Because I associate it with after old. I didn't realise that, so that's probably an easy one for you. (laughs) Um I see her slipping away bit by bit because you shove her down when she so desperately needs someone to help her back up. (laughs) (laughs) Um read it again. I see her slipping away, bit by bit, because you shove her down when she so desperately needs someone to help her back up. Ah. Uh. I know I'm probably wrong. Book quote. Yep. From Era of Fire. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I was gonna do something from Throne of Glass, but then I was like, she'll probably know it, so never mind. All right. Um, okay. Tell me that you're still mine. Tell me that we'll be just fine. Taylor when Swift. Even if I lose my mind. <laughs> Tell me that you're just I fine love after. Him. I love afterglow. It's my favorite. Meet me in the afterglow. Yes. Alright. I can't wait to shine light on all your perfects. Taylor Swift. Nope. What? <laughs> all Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. Okay. Alright. That sounds like a Taylor Swift It theory. does. I was like, that would be good. I'm not... I've only read like... I haven't read that one. I got it off the of Pinterest. <laughs> I'm divided on Colleen Hoover. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Um... Okay. My heart is yours. Please never give it back to me. Oh, no. That feels like Taylor. It's wrong. <gasps> it's a book quote. From what? what? Shatter Me. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay. Never read it, so. That feels like a Taylor quote. We both had one, so like a really Taylor quote. Yep. Um, All right. one single thread of gold tied me to you. Ah <laughs> I hate this game because <laughs> it's hard. Um Read it again. One single thread of gold tied me to you. <sighs> the answer's on the tip of my tongue, but I'm too afraid to say it. Well, I've already got one wrong, so feel free. Taylor Swift. Correct. It was very hard for me not to sing it. Single thread of gold, tie me to you. It's from Invisible (laughs) String. Okay, okay. I was like, where's it from? (laughs) Single thread of gold, tie me to you. This one may be easy. It stops here with me and you, it ends with us. (laughs) It ends with us, book quote. I really was debating on whether to cut out that last part, but then I was like... Well, it stops here with me and you is kind of basic... Yeah, that's when I was like, eh, hey, I'll just go ahead and give it a try. It her. could be a Taylor Swift quote, but if I didn't know, if I haven't read that book, yeah, I would think that was a Taylor Swift was quote. Yeah, it hard. Because that could be one. Alright, last one for me. There'll be happiness after you, but there was happiness because of you. Ah! Uh, oh, no. That's hard. That sounds like a book quote, and it sounds like a Taylor Swift quote. I know I'm probably wrong. Book quote? Wrong. Yeah. It's Happiness by Taylor Swift. Does that speak? No. That's Evermore. Mm-hmm. I'm such a big idiot because I listen to Evermore all the time. Happiness. I listen to it all the time. Dang it. <laughs> I, I'm i such an I love. Evermore has grown on me. I love it. I love it. Uh, last one for me. We were a fresh page on the desk, filling in the blanks as we go. Oh, <laughs> she's good. Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay, that sounded like her. Do you know? Do you know what song it is? Mm, probably one I know, but I can't think of it. It's from your favorite album. Hang. Hold on. Say it again. It's from your favorite album. No, say the quote again. We were a fresh page on the desk filling in the blanks as we go. I really want to hum it to you, but I can't. Is it a slow song? Yeah. Do you want me to hum it to you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cornelia Street, yes <laughs> I said I it's from your favorite album <laughs> Lover Cornelia Street I love Lover I love Lover <laughs> Yes I really wanted to put something from The Archer But then I was like, she'll probably guess it, it. <laughs> I am The Archer, I am The Prey It was either that or, it, in the archer, or the it was from Call It What You Want Call It What You Want, Call It What You Want, Do. I was my pro- babies fit like a daydream. I was going to put, I want to wear his initial on a chain around my neck. Call it what you want, Call it what you want, to. I like that one. That my, my last one. My babies fit like a daydream. Um, okay. Yep. That's, that's everything. It. All right. So let us know down below if you were able to guess these before we did. Um, or if you guys want us to play this game again, I think we definitely will. Maybe even with Taylor Swift again. Um, but we'll probably show some different artists, so if you have any recommendations, ooh, you know what would be a fun one? Hmm. Hannah Montana. Because there's some deep quotes in there. Um, anyways, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, you know, what to do. Give us a five-star rating. You know, leave your comments down below. Um, follow us on our Instagram, at Family Fiction Podcast. We have a TikTok. We have not posted there. Um a very long time. Um, but we do have our post- personal socials linked below as well. Um, and, yeah, next week we're going to be doing our May wrap-ups. And we're going to talk about the books that we're taking to the beach with us. Um, and then the week after next, you're going to be listening to a pre-recorded episode because we will be gone to the beach. So, so ready. We're going to pre-record an episode. Um But yeah, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.